Today's episode is brought to you by Brightbox. Brightbox is an easy and affordable way to brighten someone's day. With Brightbox, you can send someone a quick pick-me-up without all the hassle of running around. The purpose at Brightbox is to lift, love, and serve others. Brighten a day with just a few clicks from your phone, sending a customized box straight to someone's door with the price points of $5, $10, and $15 and free shipping. Find the perfect fit at brightboxes.shop and make sure to follow along on their Instagram at at brightboxes for all kinds of ways where you could serve and give back in the world. For 10% off your first purchase, use code WANNACHAT at checkout. Again, that's promo code WANNACHAT for 10% off your first purchase. Brighten someone's day with a bright box. Hi everyone, welcome to today's episode of the I Just Wanna Chat podcast. I'm Mary and guys, I'm so excited. Last night was a Bachelorette finale and we have so much to chat about. Luckily, I was able to chat about everything that happened last night, including Blake's heartbreak and Garrett's sort of apology with Michelle Burnett. So stay tuned, we have a lot to chat about. Hi everyone. Okay, real quick before we begin, I need to let everybody know about the new schedule change for the I Just Wanna Chat podcast. It's my favorite time of year. Bachelor in Paradise is about to start, which is just, it's the cream of the crop of the Bachelor franchise, really. Like, I mean, nothing else compares. It's so good. So, I want to make sure that I recap it every week, but since, like, the Bachelor in Paradise schedule is kind of, like, wonky, like, sometimes it's on twice a week, sometimes it's only on once a week, it varies in length, sometimes they split it up between the week it's very weird so what I decided to do was I decided to only do one podcast episode a week just for the time being so I will have my pop culture recap episode then at the very end there will be a short and sweet bachelor in paradise recap um I'm so excited like I love bachelor in paradise and I love the pop culture recap show so hopefully this will blend both of my audiences together because I know that there are some people that only like to listen to the pop culture recaps some people that are only around for the bachelor stuff now come on come come one come all come enjoy the i just want to chat podcast and all that it has to offer um yeah so tomorrow there will be a new episode it will be a pop culture recap at the end there will be a bip um recap and yeah that's our new schedule so yeah keep tuning in keep listening and here is the episode um that i recorded today with michelle burnett all right everybody i'm so excited thank you so much for tuning in today I'm excited for two reasons. One, because it's like the Bachelorette finale happened last night. We won't have to talk about the Bachelorette anymore for like another year, which I mean, like, I'm going to be honest, fills me with like a good amount of joy. Um, But also I'm so excited because we're here with just a true delight, just a true gem, a gem among, among gems. No, I don't want to make you sound like common. You are, (laughs) you're, um, you're just great. I wish I was more eloquent, but I'm not. I'm here with Michelle Burnett. Hi, Michelle. Hi, I'm so happy to be here. I'm so happy that we're able to make this work all season long. Obviously, I've wanted Michelle to come back on the podcast. Like, everybody loves it when she's on, and she's, like, so funny, so great, blah, 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 blah. But she's been busy being, like, a big um, Broadway star, uh, musical theater. Have you ever heard of it? Um, Have you ever heard of it? uh, And she's been in a play all summer. um, So I'm going to let her talk about that just real quick and tell us all why she hasn't been able to be on the I Just Want to Chat podcast all summer long. Oh, my gosh. So I live in Austin, Texas, and every summer the city puts on a free musical um, for the whole city, and it runs all summer. But it is actually my first paid theater performance, so I'm super stoked about it. Um, And, yeah, making that community theater money. Um, We're doing All Shook Up, which is all Elvis music, and it's to the story of Twelfth Night, Shakespeare. 
Oh, and, I, I didn't know that. I knew that it was Elvis, but I didn't know it was like Shakespeare. Yeah, yeah. So it's super sophisticated, and I, it's actually <laughs> this might be an unpopular. It's not an unpopular opinion because anybody who likes good movies has the same opinion as me. I love it when people do like spins on Shakespeare stuff, like that movie Get Over It from Oh yeah, <gasps> I love Get Over It. In the day, that's like I love Get Over extreme. It. Great. Um, that Kristen Dunst movie. sings a song that Get Over It movie that I used to. That was like my song, the song that she sings okay, in that movie. It's probably my song too. Oh my gosh, I can remember how it goes. <laughs> she's like, "Let me sleep yes. for when I, you know what I'm talking about." Okay, Midsummer Night's Dream, <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I shouldn't be in musicals. Um, anyway. Okay, that's so cool that that's a place. So can you tell everybody like when and where to see it? Yeah, so if you are in Austin, it is free. It is in the Zilker Park Hillside Theater. It runs Thursday through Sunday, starts at 8 o'clock. Bring a blanket, bring friends, bring, bring some food. Um, it runs through the 18th of August, so we're running on our final like seven of like 25 performances. Um, but it's going to be super fun. So bring your kids. It's going to be great. I mean... Piper and I may just have to like take the truck out there. Oh my gosh. Vegas is hot. So is Austin. <laughs> we'll be right at home. Um, but yeah. So everybody, we should really appreciate Michelle for taking time away from her busy schedule to be on the podcast today. So let's just hop into it. And so instead of a normal chronological podcast, because normally we go over the Bachelor episode, I have like all my notes, we have everything written down and everything's like kind of organized. What else is there to talk about except for, like, the proposal, Becca's choice, and then, like, the aftermath from there? Because um, did, like, little things happen No. before the proposal? <laughs> I, like, I guess. Like, Blake, I think Blake knew deep down that he wasn't it. Like, I think he was hopeful, but I think he, like, knew deep down. And he did have, like, some, like, severe, like, not severe, but he did have, like, some pretty big, like, anxiety about it, which is normal in, like, that situation. But I... I felt like I could kind of see, like, the writing on the wall. And, like, when they had their one-on-one date, Blake was, like, talking about his feelings, and Becca kind of gave, like, the look-down, half-smile type thing that she does. Mm-hmm. It was very clear that that wasn't going to end well for him. Yeah. I think he knew it. Yeah, I, I think he did, too. But, I mean, you can't. You you could never really know. Mm-hmm. And so it, I feel for the guy. And, honestly, his, his breakup – Okay, Chris kept saying it was the most emotional thing we've ever seen, and I, I'm sorry, we've seen Ashley. I, I don't think huh. this. Anything, I don't think we can out emotion that. Um, and I didn't. I wasn't particularly moved by this, although I preferred Blake, and I thought they would have been a good match together. Um, so I don't know. I just the breakup was kind of like, well, okay. <laughs> okay, I so know. I thought that the breakup really was like heart wrenching, like hard to watch. Because really? normally, I feel like the breakups go one of two ways. They either go, and this depends on like the bachelor, the bachelorette. When it's like the seasons where there's like a clear front runner, like I remember with like Nick and Vanessa and Raven, like, like I don't think that Raven really thought that like it was going to be her, you know? Because hmm. everyone from that season has come back saying like, oh yeah, like we knew it was the Vanessa show like the whole time. Um, and I just listened to a podcast with Raven on it and she was saying that she was like, I thought it could have been me. Um, but as I was walking in, like I didn't want to accept a proposal. So I told the producers like to not have Nick propose or something like that. Um, mm. cause she like didn't want to deal with that anyway. Like, so they either take two routes. They either go very diplomatic and it 
kind of immediately turns into their bachelor slash bachelorette audition. Like, very diplomatic, like, you know what? I'm sad, but, like, I want you to find your happiness and right. whatever. And then, like, maybe then later in the car, they'll kind of break down. Like, they'll cry yeah. then, and it'll be like, I don't understand why they did this. I'm blindsided, whatever. That's when that kind of stuff comes in. Or they shut down completely, and we get, like, the JoJo reaction. Like, I remember when JoJo, uh, when Ben Higgins broke up with JoJo, and she just kind of, like, shuts down. He's like, can I walk you out? And she goes, sure. Like, <laughs> and, like, same with, like, Lauren um, Lauren from RE season and stuff, like, when he broke up with her at first. It's kind of like a... There's it was a slow burn. In. Yeah, like, yeah. they're like, what the heck? And then they freak out in the car. Yeah. This was kind of something that we hadn't really seen. Like, I mean, we'd seen it in other kind of breakups, but as far as finale breakups, I don't know. It was it was super compelling to watch. Very heartbreaking, in my opinion. His mm-hmm. I love you when he walked away. Oh, that was so good. Wait, but first, that let's was talk. so good. First, we need to talk about the actual breakup. Oh, yes. Okay. I've been with Becca this whole journey. Every step of the way, except for when she let Blake get that far. I was just going to say that. I could not believe she she let him give that spiel. Like, I mean, the Bachelorettes, they have, like, a little bit more leniency um, where, like, they're able to go tell the runner-up even before the proposal happened, like, before, like, the final rose thing. They're able to go talk to the person and be like, hey, like, yeah, like, I'm picking the other guy, you know? Really? Oh, I didn't know that. Like, we've seen that a couple times, you know? Um, and like sometimes it gets down to the final two, but like very rarely. Mm-hmm. And um, but like even if she didn't do that, he went way on like long on that like spiel, like that breakup spiel. Or well, she just like, gave him his, a blank face. Yeah, like, <laughs> and she was even kind of giving him like some reassuring smiles, like "I love you so much," like "You're my like perfect partner," blah 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 blah, like. She should have just cut him off immediately and been like, hey, it's not you. Like, I remember when Caitlin Bristow did that to Nick Vial. Like, Nick got, like, maybe 10 seconds of his little speech out, and then she stops him. Like, she puts a hand on his shoulder, and she's like, mm-mm. Like, <laughs> okay, like, I need to tell you, like, it's not it's not you, Sean. Yeah, yeah. Um, So, F Becca for that one. Like, that that's a big F you to Becca. Um, I was watching that. Maybe I was being a little dramatic with my friends at the party last night, but I'm like, Becca's going to get death threats for how this is going down. <laughs> like, not from me. Like, I'm not going to get her death threats. I mean, definitely not me, but, yeah, like, like, not me, people but seem like, like me online. I'm going to like... assume, like, people, like, on the internet, like, might not be happy about this. <laughs> and then I immediately, like, go to death threats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, as you do. But apparently people do that, so. They do give a lot of death threats. That is true. Yeah. Um. Like, I remember Ari, like, showed some of the ones that he got, and I was like, this is wild. People are nuts. Yeah. People are nuts. Um, so, the actual breakup happens. First of all, he was drenched in sweat. He oh, my gosh. He was so sweaty. And I couldn't, like, are they tears? Is it sweat? Like, what is it? Yeah. Because yeah. it was kind of all just mixed together. And then it looked like he, like, as he was walking away, he wiped his whole forehead on his jacket, mm-hmm. which could have looked like he was, like, more emotional. But I think he was just real sweaty. But also, but like, also- he was so sad. The alone, alone, alone thing. Like, I was like, shoot. Like, and I'll, I'm going to be honest. Like, not only did I know, like, in my gut that it was going to be Garrett who was going to be the winner. I also, like, was spoiled. Like, I didn't want to be spoiled, but, like, someone spoiled it for me. 
How um, are you always spoiled? I effing I hate it, Michelle. I don't want to be spoiled. <laughs> I want the surprise. But also, I'm pretty good at, like, calling it, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, It's just a... Uh, I I knew that was going to be bad. I knew that the breakup was going to be bad. And I think, I think it lived up to my expectation. Like, I don't think it was... Like, do I think he'll emotionally recover from this? Of course. Like, do I think that... We'll get to this conversation at the very end. Do I think that he's bachelor material? No. But he's going to be agree. okay. He's going to be okay yeah. at the end of all yeah. this. I am really curious. Bad. Did you find it... So you were as emotionally compelled as Chris Harrison maybe set it up to be? Like, you found it to be very emotional? Not as, like, I mean, take whatever Chris Harrison says with a grain of salt. (laughs) Like, I mean, was I more, was this breakup harder to watch than recent ones? I can't remember anything except for Peter Krause's making me feel as sad as this one. Hmm. Like, I mean, and that was just a completely different thing because that was two people who were very clearly in love and, like, should have been together, but just, like, both their pride got in the way. Um, and that's a whole other Rachel Lindsay conversation. <laughs> but, and if you want to hop in on a Rachel Lindsay conversation, there's a conversation happening on the, I just want to chat. <laughs> but um, on the podcast, uh, on the Facebook page, not on this podcast, there's not a colorful Rachel Lindsay conversation happening on the i just want to chat podcast but Um, there can be there could be like if time allows (laughs) anyway um yeah it was very emotional it was very sad do i think blake's gonna be okay yes but it was very hard and then like making him go through it all like on the live show of course like that's what you sign up for so i mean do i have a lot of sympathy no but like it was hard to watch I think I, I'm genuinely curious. I think part of my detachment was that I have been very busy this summer. And even though I kept up with it, like I was very sleep deprived. And so I like fell asleep during a lot of the episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I may not have been as engaged, but I just, I, first of all, had a hard time telling Blake and Garrett apart. To me, they look like brothers. That one was like one degree me. hotter. I think that like, they look very different. Okay, wait, who do you think is hotter? In my opinion, Blake. Okay, but see, I've already been told about this. I've already someone else said that's concerning. Like someone else told me, like Michelle, what's wrong with you? Like, is he good looking? Of course he is. But I mean, I'm just I am distracted by how attracted I am to Garrett. Really? Because Garrett, to me, sometimes he's super handsome, and sometimes his his teeth bother me, which is a rude thing to say. But I don't you know, know what? Why. Blake's teeth bother me. And I mean, look at me. Like, I'm not one to speak about teeth. But also, Blake, it's like one of those things where he reminds me of somebody that I knew in high school. Oh, and see, Garrett reminds me of somebody. So, oh, yeah. you know, they're just your generic white hair or white dude with the brown hair. And, it, you know, we can apply whoever we want onto them. They it just is, look similar. It's very funny because everyone's like, Garrett looks like this celebrity. Blake looks like this celebrity and like for the most part you could kind of like morph them to like whomever you want like last night I saw someone say that uh Blake looked like Jonah Hill and I was like what <laughs> and then they put like a side-by-side picture together I was like oh you know what <laughs> you have my attention like you had my curiosity and now you have my attention yeah um, and I think generally between the three of them like Becca is super nice super smart super super great but she doesn't have any sort of edge so she's not really polarizing. Like, she's just a nice, easy-to-like person. 
as opposed to some other bachelorettes who I think have been a little bit more polarizing, but maybe a little bit more interesting to watch. Mm -hmm. And these two guys, I think both were equally vanilla and like good. Like she had a good group of guys. And I really don't think other than Colton, because I mean, like everybody knows that this is a Colton Underwood hate podcast, but (laughs) like she really couldn't have gone wrong with any of them. No, it's it's so true. She would it's have, so true. Like, she would have been able to make it work with anybody. Like, if you think about the fact that she was with Ari and she was engaged to Ari, and Ari seems so different than all these guys in a way that I can't describe because I couldn't tell you any of Ari's personality characteristics. <laughs> like, like gun to my head, like, tell me five things about Ari Lion Dyke Jr. I'd be like, <laughs> I don't know. You we were race cars. Um, but... Like, he's, like, very different. And it was very interesting to see how happy she was with Ari, like, at that proposal versus, like, this one with Garrett, where, like, Mm -hmm. she is in love with Garrett. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, like, at the same time, if Garrett had woken up that morning and been like, yeah, like, I can't propose, like, Becca's not for me, she would have accepted Blake's proposal and she would have been A-OK. I totally agree. They would have been as happy. You know, I think the thing that she and Garrett have is they're both, they called it like nerdy or quirky or something. They both were just a little goofy. There's like a little goofiness to the both of them that kind of like makes me cringe as a viewer, but like good for them. Mm -hmm. Like, (laughs) you know, the, the second that I think it was like over for everybody was the moment that she said that he reminded her of her dad. Oh, I know. I was like, okay, that's it. Like everyone needs to go home. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, well, and then Chris Harrison brings it up. Like, why did you bring that up so much? And he's like, that's a huge selling point for me. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, like, I mean, like, that's my, like, that's my end. You know? Yeah. Anyway, the proposal itself with her and Garrett, adorable. I've watched mm-hmm. it three times. Aww. Like, I mean, when he, and I know that Garrett is a polarizing character, but. And I've gone on this rant every single podcast, so I'm going to save everyone. <laughs> but I, I accept his apology. Do I wish that there was a little bit more accountability in there? 100%. I think that, like, what his apology is missing is the statement that what I did was wrong. But he has said, like, a couple times, like, I'm glad that, like, I was able to learn. I've been, like, educated. So, like, so that's good. Anyway, I'm not really holding things against Garrett, and I love him. And again, like, I think that he's so attractive and I think that he looks like Christian Grey from the Fifty Shades movies. And not that, like, I've seen all three of those movies, but, like, I definitely have. And, like, like he's, like, so attractive. Um, but, like, the proposal, it was so cute. And, like, Becca kind of, in her little speech, I would have been worried if I was Garrett, if I was on the receiving end of that. You know, because, like, she was doing yeah. this. She's like, ever since the beginning, but, da 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 but like you need to stop saying the word but because maybe she's gunning for chris harrison's job because i feel like or like um ryan seacrest a la early like american idol to the death for that one (laughs) like there's going to be like a a big uh full-on bloodbath between but you're totally right like she was kind of misleading both of them not like intentionally and terribly but just Mm -hmm. enough so that we were like we all know what happens here like i mean listen to to Listen to the conversation that she gave to Blake with happy music behind it, with, like, the sparkly, like, music that she gave for Garrett's. You would think, like, okay, that's cool. Like, she's picking Blake. For yeah. sure. Like, happy sure. happy Blake. Um, um, yeah, like, yeah. the conversa- the speeches were basically the same until the very end. 
Um, but when she finally said I love you to him and he was like, you do? I was, was like, cute. okay, that's the cutest thing I've ever seen in my life. That was, yeah, that was cute. And I'm really glad she like took the time to say it before he proposed because yeah, that was, that was real cute. And they were real cute together. Mm-hmm. So a freaking men. Um, yeah. so is there anything really to say about after the final rose? We talked about Garrett's um, apology a little bit. We talked about, um, oh, it was kind of weird because I feel like Chris Harrison didn't have a set of questions that he was, like, I feel like he didn't have an agenda. Like, I okay. think he had, like, three talking points, and then, like, he would have a question and be like, so what comes next for you guys? So yeah. did that hurt your relationship or bring it together? But did that bring you together or did that hurt your relationship? Like, and he asked that same question like three or four times, like he was digging but didn't quite get to it. Like I just feel like he was like ill prepared and he like didn't have a goal in his interviewing. Take it from a, a world famous podcaster. <laughs> when you interview someone much like this Broadway star I'm talking to my sh- on my show right now, you have to have your set goal of like what you're trying to accomplish from the interview. And he like didn't really have that. This was the first time you articulated it much better, but this was the first time that I ever thought, gosh, what's that like for Chris Harrison? Like he's got a three hour long live broadcast and like nothing. Part of it that he has to devote to crazy rich Asians (laughs) who came on and like tried to make something of it. And then he was weird about that too. Yeah. Yeah. Which by the way, I'm going to see that movie. I can't wait to see it. Please fly to Vegas to see it with me. Okay. I have a futon that you can stay on. <laughs> so um, I'm currently sitting on the futon right now as I speak with you. <laughs> on my bed. Yes. Um, yeah, it's, you're more than welcome um, to fly all this way to watch a movie with me. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, so after the final rose, now let's, just, let's uh, talk about the hot button issue. You know my opinion on this. Who do you think is going to be the next Bachelor? Ooh. Who do I think? Okay, I think they'd have to pay him a butt ton of money, but the guy whose name I can't remember, but his face is flashing before my eyes. What is his name? He was the bachelor before. Ben Higgins? Ben Higgins. Okay, listen to me. Look me in the eyes right now over this podcast. Yes. That we have no video on. Ben Higgins is going to be the next bachelor. Is that, was that your opinion too? Because I ha- I've said I this many I've said this many times. The proof is in the pudding, and they do not need to pay him a butt ton of money. Um, no, but the problem is he and because I've heard other podcasts speculate about this mm-hmm. that he can make so much with a sponsorship deal in such a short amount of time, and he now fully knows what he would be getting himself into. That the emotional payoff for the amount of money that they would have to pay him, like they, it just. Well, I it, mean, it's an investment of time. You, I, I mean, if he invests two months into doing this bachelor thing, his star quality, he has five more years left in him, influencer-wise. Whereas, like, right now, he probably has, like, two or three. Like, this could add potentially, like, five more years of revel- relevancy to him. Like, because if he, like, actually gets married from this, like, this would be, like, the best thing ever for him, like, career-wise. And, I mean, like, he doesn't really have that much going on. He has, like, bachelor-related things and then he has his like coffee company which like can run itself basically he's just like the pr face for it and then think about it from apc standpoint like and this is like where the proof comes in um the proof to me that he's going to be the bachelor is that one they keep bringing him back on these shows to kind of like 
remind us like that he's like in the bachelor family and it's all still like a i'm so sad i'm unlovable i'm heartbroken campaign like on winter games like he couldn't even go through with it because he was still like hung up on lauren but they allegedly. brought him up anyway mm-hmm. yeah allegedly um i don't know i believe back that because i i he's heard back that on they, paradise like, they not, felt bad oh he's on paradise not as a contestant but they bring him down and he's doing this whole like i'm unlovable thing Right, right before they're gonna announce, like he's on the season finale doing his "I'm unlovable" speech, and then that's when they announce the Bachelor on the season finale of Paradise. Um, and also, I read something, but I've tried to find like the receipts on this, so this is unconfirmed. But ABC allegedly, according to somebody, and like this little screenshot that I saw, but I haven't looked into it deeper, allegedly registered the trademark Ben again back in May. Oh no. Ugh. So that's that's where I'm at. But my wow. dream bachelor, if I got to pick anybody, would be Eric Bigger. Do I know Eric Bigger? Eric Bigger from Rachel Season. He was final three oh, and he's gonna be back yeah, on Paradise yeah. this, this year. So like I mean if he gets like broken up with on Paradise, just imagine like he could have like a Nick Vial type thing like heartbroken goes back on paradise like i mean not that i hope that he gets heartbroken but if that means that he'll be the bachelor like of course and like i mean it's time like it's time for a black bachelor like i mean no it is like, like we're over that's way overdue and i mean obviously peter Krause would be like my other dream like i would love that um and maybe like selfishly if he was a bachelor then maybe i would like feel a little bit better about like the gap in my teeth and i wouldn't get videos <laughs> next year um but until what about the... wills though you want wills to be the bachelor well i mean why not though he's a, he's he like a hot item he um could never carry a season in my opinion mm. he isn't like that from what we've seen i mean like we still have to see his paradise uh showing but like he just doesn't seem that like articulate to me like he definitely seems like a smart like great guy and like i think that becca like really enjoyed having him around but i just don't think that he has based on what we've seen on becca season like i just don't think that he could carry a season but also i didn't think that becca could carry a season that's that's fair i think my one vote this is just based off of me having listened to podcasts if wills was the bachelor then Miley Cyrus's older sister would consider being on The Bachelor, which means we'd get like a Cyrus Bachelor crossover. Imagine like and, the hometown date. I like, mean, we get Liam Hemsworth on a hometown. Incredible, incredible, and they could do like a hometown in Australia, like incredible. We get. So I want my mullet back. <laughs> sing along on The Bachelor. And then, of course, they would bring on some promo to have Noah Cyrus singing, and I would change the channel. So picture this. It's a mid-temperature February night. You're sitting at home. You're getting your leftovers ready. You sit down to watch The Bachelor. And then all of a sudden, Billy Ray Cyrus pops up on your screen (laughs) singing, I want my bullet back. And then Brandy gets to talk about living in the shadow underneath Miley's spotlight. Miley doesn't really come on the show of a scheduling conflict but we get to hear them all talk about her i mean imagine imagine the implications and noah would bring on her boyfriend that has that face tattoo wait what i had no idea about this oh most recently i'm gonna see if i can google it most recently i spotted her 
Noah Cyrus boyfriend. I saw spotted her with someone who was like just he's another one of those um oh it's not coming up. Oh, Lil Zan. Hold on. Lil um, Zam? Lil Zan, Z X A N, I think is like Xanax. I'm not sure. Lil Zan. And he's got <sighs> some face tattoos. And to me it just screams like, you know, skinny white boys have a hard time getting reputation, so they have to get some face tattoos. I don't know. Anyway, I don't know anything about him, and anyone who does know something about him is going to hate me for everything I'm saying right now. But I'm, I'm just going to go out on a limb here. I don't think that the <laughs> I just want to chat um, and Lil Xan crossover audience is like that. Is that broad? Correct okay, me if I'm wrong. Good. If Slide someone my DMs if I'm feels wrong. strongly about this, please post in the I Just Want to Chat podcast Facebook group and let me know who you are because I would like to know who you are. Once I um, once I finish with this episode, I'm going to go straight to our Facebook group and I'm going to post a picture of Lozanne and I'm going to say, can anyone tell me who this man is? <laughs> who it is? <laughs> and then I'll send them an I Just Want to Chat sticker if they can tell me who it is. Oh my without gosh. Googling. Okay. That um, sounds great. All right. Well, I think that we've kind of exhausted all of Bachelor topics. <laughs> all in all, what would you rate this season on a scale of one to seven? Um, I would say on a scale of one to seven, you know, I'd give it a five. I feel like I have been more engaged in other seasons. This one was delightfully untrashy. You know what this season um, needed? What? A real villain. Oh, it did. Jordan was I- a delight. We only got villain Chris really for one episode. Yeah. Even though I didn't want his brand of villain. I don't want like the aggro mean man villain. That's not right. what I'm asking for here. But like right. we want a crystal. We want yeah. we want a Corinne. Like someone who's not destructing anybody else but just herself. Yeah. Like that's what the season needed. Or like I really love when there's someone on there who's like really confident and a front runner, runner, but like misunderstood, and so they edit them so that America thinks they're terrible. But then I personally stand up for them. I like being in that position because yeah. I just feel like a lot of people get a bad edit, and I like to be the person who's like, "It's a bad edit." It's because you know. you're so kind. <laughs> I'm I, very I never do kind. that to anybody. <laughs> I say like, "Hey, Colton Underwood, this is a hate <laughs> podcast about you, and I won't hear will... anything differently." I mean, if Lil Xan went on the part, like went on the show, I would not care about his. How how many years until um, we get a Bachelorette contestant with a face tat? Oh man, I think you've got that's like flavor of love territory. Like, I don't think it's the Bachelor anymore. Like, I mean, we had a short-haired person on the Bachelorette this last season, which was groundbreaking. On on the Bachelor last season, which was groundbreaking. I would say that we are two years out from a face tag contestant wow okay you heard it here first like i mean just like statistically like face chats are getting so common nowadays oh they're so bad though and they're bad for tv and i think that we're six years out from a face tap man making it into the top 12 which is a scary statistic Wow, I mean that's way ahead. I, I I personally don't believe a face tattoo will ever be on The Bachelor. Agree to disagree. Let, let's bet on it. I'm not. Has there ever been it. even a neck tattoo? Has there been a neck tattoo? I bet you there has been. I'm oh gonna gosh. do some internet sleuthing and get back. Okay. To okay. Um, but on that note, Michelle, thank you so much for coming on here today. <laughs> thank you for having me. It's oh so wait, fun. before we go, let me tell everybody about our new schedule actually no i'm gonna do that in the beginning of the episode i never record the intro until um until i'm done recording the main 
episode. Um, so I'm going to do that in the beginning. So this is all um, repeat information for everyone. Um, anyway, but Michelle, thank you so much for coming on today. Can you please tell everybody where to find you on the internet? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at, at Ricky Martin and on Instagram at, at Michelle Q. Burnett. And can you please give a 10 minute, or 10 minute, 10 seconds. <laughs> the floor is yours for the next hour. Can you please tell everyone to join our Facebook group? No, can you give a 10 second um, endorsement of our Facebook group? Yes. The, the Facebook group is my personal favorite and honestly, the only um, gossip group that I will be a part of because people are thoughtful, they're kind, but they're honest. Um, so you can talk to people about the stuff you want to talk about with pop culture, but there's not any of the trash. And um, so far, there's no weirdos. So if you're a weirdo, please don't join. But everyone else, please join because it's so much fun. There are weirdos that try to join daily. I probably <laughs> deny like six Russian accounts a day. Um, yeah, and then... There was, like, this one guy that I had actually, like, one mutual friend with, but it was somebody that I hadn't talked to in, like, seven years, and then after that, I, like, went and deleted that guy. Um, But (laughs) there was a guy that just tried to get into the group, and his whole feed was just pictures of feet. Ew! (laughs) So, yeah, there's no weirdos in the group yet, because I'm on the front lines doing all the vetting work. Oh, my gosh! Trying yeah, for as long group. as that's scalable. Yeah, trying to keep this group clean, man. <laughs> but it really is. I really, I, because one thing that's really hard for me is when people take very polarizing or undereducated um, takes and then they blast them all over. Mm-hmm. Whereas this group, everyone is thoughtful and educated and like comes prepared when they, when they have some things to say. And I appreciate that. The receipts are always in yes. abundance. So, yes. Michelle, thank you so much for coming on today, everybody. Please make sure to follow her on all internet platforms, especially Twitter, especially Instagram. Add her on Facebook. Just kidding. Um, you can. We'll be <laughs> friends unless you only like feet. Unless you only have pictures of feet. And, um, and then also make sure to join our Facebook group. There are no creepers in there yet because, again, I'm on the front lines <laughs> doing the Lord's work, keeping the group pure. Um, just search. I just want to chat. Add yourself into the group. I'll let you in. Then you can come have fun with us. Um, and then make sure to follow me on Twitter at Mary Person um, and follow us on Instagram at the I Just Want Chat Podcast. Um, and yeah, everybody, thank you so much for listening, and we will see you tomorrow. Bye.